It's Monday the 11th of September and this is Demolition News Radio. In this episode, urban exploration claims another victim. This show is brought to you by Hydroquip, the UK's largest independent provider of on-site hose repairs. Call 0845 812 0212 for the 24-7 national call-out service. Or download the Hydroquip Job Manager app for iOS and Android devices from the App Store. But we start with an apology. For the second consecutive week, we have failed to issue our Monday morning news recap newsletter, This Week in Demolition. Unfortunately, the after-effects of the hacking of demolitionnews.com are still being felt, and there seems little point in directing readers to stories that might take an age to load, or that may not load at all. Our technical team is working away to try to resolve the situation as quickly as possible, and we'll keep you posted. And now, a word from our sponsor. CanTrack Global provides the only tracking device capable of working on demolition equipment and attachments out of the box. Its super rugged design is fully waterproof and provides both the equipment location and the ability to recover in the event of a theft. Attachment recoveries were up 220% in 2016. See CanTrackGlobal.com or Google the CanTrack asset to find out more. Frustrating though they are, our minor technical difficulties are put into perspective by the news this weekend that another child has been killed while exploring a derelict building. As regular listeners here on Demolition News Radio or readers of Demolition News will know, this urban exploration craze has been a cause of great concern for me. In fact, it's almost a year since I wrote an article suggesting that the death of an urban explorer was now inevitable. Since that prediction, we have reported on two separate deaths, one of a 14-year-old boy and the latest of a 12-year-old boy. I have met with Chris Grayling, my local MP, to discuss the issue, largely without success. I have shouted the problem from the rooftops at every opportunity, and it seems that my words are falling on deaf ears. It also seems that another death will almost certainly follow, and probably more after that. As a father of four children, and now a grandparent, I can think of nothing worse than the death of a child. But that's not what is motivating my concern. My biggest fear is that in this litigious age, it's only a matter of time before a demolition contractor is prosecuted for negligence following an urban exploration incident. I honestly don't believe there is a great deal more that demolition companies can do to prevent urban exploration. All sites are surrounded by hoardings and perimeter fencing. All carry danger signs. Many demolition companies liaise with local schools to explain the potential dangers present on a demolition site. And yet still, children seem determined to risk their lives in order to take a striking Instagram photo or shoot a daring YouTube film. What I find most remarkable of all is the reaction from some parents. When I reported the news of this latest death over the weekend, I received a comment from a parent who said that their son liked nothing more than exploring demolition sites at the weekend and that they had never even considered the potential hazards. Against such a background, it seems inevitable that there will be more incidents, accidents and deaths. I pray that it's not on your site, and I pray that you're not prosecuted because of the stupidity of a child or the ignorance of their parents. If you would like to help support this show, Demolition News or The Demolition Magazine, please consider becoming a patron. 
Just head over to patreon.com forward slash demolition news to find out more.